It's time for Day One HR Tea Time. Hey everyone, welcome back to our next episode. Um, I'm Lauren Cowan and I'm the founder of Day One HR. We're a HR tech consultancy firm. Uh, we actually started our first podcast last month. Um, and I just want to say a really big shout out and thank you to everyone who um, gave us feedback, reached out, gave us really um, a positive response and those who enjoyed um, our first episode. And that's why we are now bringing you our second episode. So I hope you enjoy this one too. Hey everyone, this is Yogi now. Welcome back again to our second podcast. Uh, I work along with Lauren at uh, Day One HR, and both of us uh, work in HR transformation projects. To give you a short overview, HR transformation project is uh, digitizing the HR processes in any companies that might be going from Excel or spreadsheet to a new platform, or that might be just uh, looking at new platforms in the market and where a company phase out the old one and implement a new one. Uh, so both of us have been in this uh, uh, area of HR transformation for quite a bit now. Um, I'm recently new compared to what Lauren has done uh, or for the years that she has been involved to. And um, in this podcast today, we just want to talk about uh, HR transformation and our journey for HR transformation and how we got into it. Um, Lauren, like you and I have been working quite a long time. And I know like we always talk about HR tech and HR transformation and why both of us uh, were involved in this. Um, for our listeners, if you haven't uh, heard our first podcast go in there where we have talked about why both of us got engaged in the HR transformation or HR tech sector. Um, I was just getting curious while um, we thought about the idea of doing this podcast was like, um, how has your experience leaving everything behind uh, in HR, just looking at HR tech or HR transformation, how has your experience been or, or how do you see that evolution of HR transformation? Yeah, I think... I think it was probably around 2015 um, that, you know, working in Europe, I could see the value of HR tech transformation projects for smaller organizations. Mm -hmm. You know, at that time, I had just come out of Amazon. We'd launched Amazon Logistics. Um, you know, we had PeopleSoft that was like customized to the max. Um, but I could see like all these smaller organizations, all these startups that were growing so fast that just didn't have the right tools. Like the HR teams didn't have HR systems. And if they did have HR systems, they weren't implemented properly. Um, so the data wasn't being managed. Processes were all over the place. Um, and I could just see where the future was going I could see you know in the next 10 years that there just wouldn't be organizations without HR systems and without HR tech transformations um, and I could also see that the impact of a successful HR tech transformation project had on the business it wasn't just about the HR team even though Granted, I knew the pain of being in an organization that didn't have a great HR system. Um, but still, the, the wider business was benefiting from, from these projects. So it was just kind of just, just a no-brainer. And for me, my experience was really 
sometimes going into an organization and just selling that and just saying, look, if you had a HR tech transformation project and, you know, it was completely successful, met the needs of the business, look at what you could get out of it. Um, And once you'd had that conversation and you've got leadership on board, I mean, you already had the HR team on on board usually because they could see from maybe previous organizations that they've been with that, you know, having a HR tech platform was, you know, was was the right way to go. Um, But ultimately, you know, when you go through the selection process and you go through the implementation process of a HR tech transformation project, it goes way beyond just implementing a system. And I think that's the biggest bit of experience that I probably share. Um, There's probably people who have done, you know, HR tech implementations that are listening to this podcast. Um, But it's it to do a HR tech transformation project is another level because you're not just implementing a HR tech platform. You are elevating upscaling that platform so it completely changes the way not just the HR team works but also how managers work how employees work you know HR metrics what's your forecasting you know what is the system telling you how is that linking into business strategy how are you planning for the next quarter um and my experience has really been about, you know, you have the first phase of supporting businesses to kind of go through the adoption process of implementing a HR tech stack. But it's the next phase as well, you know, automated processes, having a great employee experience. Um, and my experience in that comes from so many organizations, um, large and small, but predominantly of recent years, smaller organizations of under kind of 500 people um, in many different sectors. And I think, you know, I'm just coming out of one that, that we're actually working on, on, you know, within, um, within quite a niche sector. Um, and they really, you know, are on this huge tech transformation as part of IT and finance. You know, they're getting an ERP system. They're upgrading all their their IT platforms. Um, So, you know, you can have kind of an isolated HR tech transformation project, but I've had many experiences as well where you're on the transformation project as an organization. So HR having one, IT having one, finance having one, maybe even supply chain are having one, depending on your organization. But I mean, that's kind of been, been my experience. And there's just so many examples and stories, but that's probably a high level um, overview of um, that kind of evolution and where, it, where, it, where it's come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, for me, like um, the HR tech thing started with an ATS application tracking system that I was doing for doing at a former uh, organization that I was working with. And then I came and knew about HRS and started doing that implementation. And then I slowly got introduced to this whole world of HR tech, which is not just about, you know, payroll attendance, because normally people would think it's when you say in HR tech, it's either payroll or attendance and, and you get done with it. But there's a different world within 
within Echotic itself, where it's uh, payroll, where there's shift management, where um, the new thing that's coming up is wellness um, or employee experience, where it's all about providing an avenue or platform to the employees where they can go and find the right uh, wellness treatment that they want or the wellness gift that they want, uh, being able to pick that. So, so the world is pretty huge in itself. And um, something that... Uh, I, it came to my mind during my last London trip or the trip to the UK was like, I always thought that, you know, uh, because HR is something that's pretty new in Nepalese market uh, from where I'm from, or even the Asian market where like people are slowly seeing why HR is important and HR is not just about uh, contracts and stuff. There's a lot more things to do with it. And then that's why like people, because it's a baby step for HR in the Asian market, that's why a lot of people don't know about HR tech. But uh, during my uh, UK trip, I got to meet a couple of friends, uh, people that I've worked before with. and. Uh, they were asking me what do you do and I was like explaining the same thing that I do like I work in HR tech and this and that and they were like oh is there really a software like that or is that really necessary or we are mm -hmm. 100 or 50 um does that something that's at value to us and I was like a bit surprised okay I thought like you know people in the west would know much better especially people in the in the city areas and having these people in business ask me about that was like okay it's like even in the West, not a lot of people know about it. Um, mm. So what? Um, so from your point of view, like that, that's what I see. Like from my side, like there's still a lot of awareness that people in the market need the businesses, mm. regardless of their like uh, CEOs or their salespeople or their people in HR itself or people managers don't seem to know a lot about the side of HR or technology side of HR. How, what, what would you say, like, what has your interaction told you about it till date? Yeah, so, so it's been a couple of perspectives. So, I mean, for a long time, and this was, this was before 2020, it was kind of seen that, you know, the HR tech market uh was huge in the states you know it was the leader um it was always at the forefront of producing new platforms new initiatives and things like that and and europe was kind of trailing behind for a while especially in terms of awareness you go into teams you know and they kind of you know heard about platforms in big organizations but not in smaller ones um you would have um, you know, I, I worked with a client once who sent their senior leadership over from the States and they were saying, we need a payroll that does this, this and this. And, I, and, and this was a few years ago. Um, I said, well, actually, we haven't filled that gap in the market yet um, in terms of UK payroll. I think it'll be filled in the next 18 months, two years. And it was eventually. And they were just so shocked um at, at the fact that what they're used to and, and the US awareness of HR tech market wasn't available to them um in the UK I think the other piece on awareness which is always quite interesting when you're working with clients when they go through the selection piece is that um you'll work with individuals and they'll say oh I I you know did this you know transformation project at my last organization and we implemented Workday why don't we get Workday um and you have to kind of explain that the that the HR tech market is more than Workday um and that also Workday doesn't work for everyone um especially when you're a smaller organization um and that awareness is not quite 
there yet in a lot of places. Um, even with like CTOs and people like that, it's just kind of a gap where, you know, it's not seen as important right now. Um, whereas getting the, the IT systems and things like that in place is, is, is seen as more important from their perspective. But I do think that the awareness in the HR tech market has skyrocketed since 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have seen new platforms opening up in Europe and Australia and Singapore. Um, but there's still work to be done. Um, there's still um, a need to kind of make sure that people know that there are lots of options available to them. Um, and also just the benefit of picking the right system. Um, and that that comes from the awareness. And I have, you know, I have a lot of calls with people. You have calls and conversations with people where, you know, you're just kind of having that kind of prelim conversation about look this is what's out there you know talk to people on LinkedIn all the time this is what's out there and they're kind of like mind blown because they didn't know that there was something like that you know they're Mm -hmm. possibly thinking about the oracles and um you know success factors and things like that that they think that that's all there is and there's so so much more yeah I just wanted to point out one thing that you shared that you know like workday does not work for everyone like that that's right for every tool and there's this concept among people that if there's an HR platform it should work for everyone and every uh-huh, kind of organization uh-huh. people do not understand the work that goes behind uh, how the tools are built and you know the thought process yeah. of like which organization it's meets for them it's just like well you just go scour through some of the platforms that's available and pick one and you are all set you know that's that's like one of the biggest I'd call it a kind of a myth that goes in the market that it's as easy as it is and while working with so many transformation projects we know that that's not true even we have to look into like different tools and platform and pitch it the right one to the client when we were talking to them and one interesting piece you brought in was like for example the the matter with the CTO like the chief technology officer even not knowing about HR platforms mm-hmm. and stuff and you know a lot of times we do have to face that difficulty of uh, making this decision makers or the executive teams people who are going to spend the money at the project sponsor and mm-hmm. assuring them or you know getting the buy in that way the platform is is, is necessary Mm-hmm. Um, or why it is necessary because they wouldn't have seen the day in and day out grinding that the HR team has to do mm-hmm. and not being able to see like what the platform is going to bring forth. Um, from your experience, like oh, working with so many companies and we definitely have worked together, like what would be your advice to the teams or how do you see role of these executive teams or decision maker in the whole HR transformation uh, process? Yeah, so I I think there's a couple of things. So I think, you know, HR ultimately, and this is this is this is a big topic that we can go into another time, is the HR needs someone with a seat at the table. Um, and that has really come from, you know, the evolution of the chief people officer role, which, you know, w- was much farther, you know, much farther ahead in the US and in some of the bigger organizations, but is now a part of some of the medium sized organizations that you get in Europe and really kind of building that up. When you've got that person at the table, they can, you know, 
push to say, look, my team needs this. My team needs to keep up with everyone else's team. We need the same investment. We need to invest in our people and we need to do that through technology. Um, and I think that's one of the kind of main things that that has changed a lot in the last few years, but it is really important in kind of decision making. But ultimately, the kind of buck stops with the executive team, you know, regardless of the size of the organization. I've worked with different organizations and that's what always happens. It always goes to the leadership team. They have to have several conversations about it. You know, either they're really on board the business is going through, you know, a real kind of change program of work um, and HR are a part of that in terms of that transformation, or you've got kind of, a, you know, a blocker situation at sea level where they can't really make a decision yet. They can't really know if they are willing to, you know, get that budget set aside. Um, and, and, you know, you'll see with organizations whether the the leadership team are at a point where they are wearing their change agent hat um and they're ready to do these transformation projects and they're they're in the middle of hyper growth or change the organization or you'll have situations where you know I've had it before years ago working with uh, a high net worth individual and his company is that you know, you could sit in six months worth of senior leadership meetings and still that decision hasn't been made. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see the impact that that's having on the team, people running payroll, people onboarding, offboarding. These kind of ops level tasks get seriously impacted um, by by the the exec team and, and really kind of, that's where the main decision makers are and the project sponsors, you know, from, from a HR level now. Previously, it would maybe flow into finance or IT and then they would make the decision. Um, but really now HR have got way more of a seat at the table and that's, and that, and that's really how everything can come about and really change can, can start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. Like a, a seat on the table uh, in the executive team is necessary for people to understand why HR tech is necessary and what is going to bring to your team. And I think a lot of times the executive executive team needs to trust their team when they are mm-hmm. um, having a say or or making an ask. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now in the world, we are in a very um, crazy situation, as I like to call it. Uh, COVID nineteen mm-hmm. happened, the pandemic when came and went, you know, did a lot of things and slowly the business was starting to get up to speed. And now there's the global recession. Uh, If I see COVID-19, it's a time when like, you know, um, remote work flourished, like work from home things uh, flourished. And it it added up a bit of importance on HR tech tools and automation and things as such. But now um, the other giant that we're hitting is the global recession where all the business are being hit and we are getting news of like a lot of tech companies laying off their people um, Mm -hmm. in assumption of the future um, transaction that they're going to happen and things as such. So 
right now I see is like with COVID, it was like a lot of emphasis on tech tools, uh, mm. like HR tech platforms and such. But with the global recession, what has happened is we, we know the truth working in the HR tech sector, that HR tech is not always the top priority. It does not, like most of the time, it does not even fall the top priority for the executive team or the company. It's always the HR people who are trying to uh, put the weight on it and bring it up to the team, you know? So so it's it's like a middle situation where we have, COVID says like we wanna do like uh, with COVID, like if you wanna do remote work and stuff, you need HR tech with global recession, people would, or businesses would not want to spend money on, things mm-hmm. that they don't think important. Uh, with, with all of these things going on around the world at the moment, which is super crazy, how do you see like the future of HR tech? Is it going to grow? Is it going to shrink? Or do you see it's going to get balanced out itself? Yeah, I think just to touch on before that, I mean, during COVID-19, um, yeah, so many people were implementing HR tech. I mean, famous case is, is John Lewis in the UK. Um, implementing a HR tech platform remotely. I mean, they've got loads of stores. They've also got the online side um, and they managed to do that successfully, uh, which is amazing. Um, and I think the COVID-19 made people realize that they, they do need they do need HR tech and, 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 and they can't live without it. I think in terms of the future, it's very interesting because it really is a case by case um, basis is very geographical um, it's very um, divided within sectors you know there are some sectors that have really struggled in COVID-19 but have bounced back there are some that are still struggling to bounce back um, and we don't know what the future looks like for them in the next 12 months um, but to give you kind of real kind of case studies that we have right now you know we're working with one client who's in the energy sector well you know um the energy sector from 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 a private private business perspective is is booming um and i should think that there'll be more investment in in hr tech they'll want they'll want more on kind of hr future forecasting hr analytics and and we've looked at some platforms that are 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 doing that for you know people that are not ten thousand people, people who are not even a thousand people. Um, so that that is really where the future is going to go. Giving giving smaller organisations the level of platform that they can get with you know a huge HCM system. I think also to flip that is. Um, you know, we have another client at the moment who's going through um, contract negotiations to sign up with with a platform. They're in a sector which um, I would say is growing, but, you know, we just we don't really know what what will happen in the next sort of two years. But they've got employees in Ukraine and, you know, we've got a war in Europe. So we sometimes you just you, you just can't, um, you know, stop some project. You have to support um, those employees that need self-service access when they need access um, because they have an even more unstable situation than maybe where the, the HQ is in an organisation. So I see HR tech still being just as important as it is now, um, but I also see a bit of disruption and disruption is good. We know that. 
um uh because you know it elevates and improves technology it improves um what is available to the customer and organizations so i only see good things um to be honest some companies may struggle to invest as much as they'd like in hr tech projects mm-hmm. um but that won't be oh we're just not doing it it'll just be delayed which is what some organizations chose to do in 2020 they, they yeah. paused their projects and then delayed them um but they'll never not do them um hr tech is here to stay mm-hmm. yeah it's just like a life situation for companies as well like you never know what's going to happen and you have to mold it a lot of times with how things are uh well it's raining at my place and i think our listeners would have some nice background being music with <laughs> Some calming, <laughs> soothing tones. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, um, we're coming towards the end of our podcast uh, This uh, for this time. Um, the very last thing that um, I wanted to ask you or know more from you about is, um, you know, um, HR tech transformation or HR technology investment in it, as we have been discussing it throughout the whole podcast, is not something that, you know, a lot of executive team think is important. Even at times, like even the HR team are like, does it going to do the work that I do? Because they're so dependent on doing things manually and things are such. You know, and even when there's a lot of studies about HR tech and how important it is, um, companies such as ours or even the platform companies are sharing that awareness there's still a lot of companies a lot of uh, hr professionals themselves or leaders in the company who are not uh, so sure about hr transformation or hr tech what would uh, your advice be for them in order uh, whether they need to do hr tech transformations or no which sure would be like they need to do it but how would you uh, suggest them to uh, you know find a way or direction out of the whole chaos that there at the moment or not being able to think through as you mentioned like you know six uh, months in the leadership team meetings and still no decision made like what would be the your advice on like finding a way out of it mm, I think it's really tricky and it is kind of case by case um, basis but what I will say is you know if you look at the last two years and you know we talk about the great recession um it has never been more important to hold on to the skilled employees that you have. Um, And in order to do that, you have to have, you know, great managers, uh, great company offering, a great HR team, excellent processes. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be able to not just attract, but retain employees, you're going to have to really sell the employee proposition. Um, And in order to do that, you need to keep current and up to date with what's happening in your market, what benefits people are being offered, what what flexible working, what contractual terms are people being offered. And to do that, you need to be constantly auditing and assessing um, the business, but also the HR team and the tech that they use in order to create that engagement and employee experience. Um, and I think that that's what organizations should be doing, not just within HR, but but other, other departments too. And I think that um, the last 
sort of two years, oh, just over two years, have gone incredibly fast. And people have seen what can happen when you stall on decisions and how that can impact a business. And this is not just impacting how many people you hire this month. This is impacting share prices. This is impacting the bottom line. Um, So I think that for organizations who are not sure about HR tech transformation, um, I would really step back um, and look at the organization as a whole, look at where you need to get to, you know, how many people do you need to hire? How many people are leaving every month? Look at your attrition rate. What's going on? You know, because that's money. That's money mm-hmm. paying to bring someone in. That is money to let people go or whenever anyone exits. So look at that like money um, and then really decide, you know, how much do we need to set aside to make sure we get this transformation project right? Um, how much do we need to invest and how much return will we get? Um, when you look at it from a, from a business strategy perspective, um, it, it, you know, it's much more viable um, and you'll be able to reap the rewards from it too. Um, you know, HR tech transformations are not things that you just do once and it's over. Mm-hmm. It's something you do continuously. You're, you're continuously order, auditing what you have, what you're paying for. And every three to four years, you might do a bigger transformation based on how quickly your organization is growing. But obviously, as we've seen, we have spoke to, to, to clients who are much larger organizations, you know, with tens of thousands of people that are also listed on, on the stock exchange. And, you know, they're on their fourth HR tech transformation. You know, they haven't yeah. had their one transformation and then said, oh, God, that's awful. We'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're consistently doing it, um, which shows that the benefits are there. So. I I know and I call out to, you know, senior leadership and HR teams who are always buried in work with queries, with projects, that the benefits of setting the time aside or outsourcing HR tech transformation to people like us, um, mm-hmm. we can do that work um, mm-hmm. and save you the time and you can then focus on the day to day. And that's where we really excel as a business. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, like before on the podcast as well, a lot of time people feel it's HR transformation is quite an easy piece. You just go mm-hmm. and pick out a thing from the self and get it done, which it is not. And um, we as a company, Day One HR, do provide uh, that service uh, with our level of expertise. We have been helping many organizations and companies and businesses to do the HR transformation project. Um, so in a nutshell, uh, in a minute, could you share about the services that Day One HR provides and how uh, our listeners can reach out to us if they are looking for an HR transformation project? Yeah, yeah. So there's a number of services that we actually offer. So um, the first one is, is that if you don't know what you need, you don't know anything about HR tech transformations, that's fine. We offer um, HR tech audits where we come in, have a look at your systems or lack thereof um, and processes and see where you've got gaps and make recommendations. 
Um, our next service that follows on from that is supporting with the HR tech selection. Um, so working with vendors and yourself to make sure you've got a great shortlist, you've done your due diligence and you're ready to pick that um, one or two providers. Um, our third one is implementation. So you can outsource your um, HR tech implementation to us. We have our own day one HR methodology um, where we actually go through the design, the build, um, testing, training, right through to deployment. Um, and then finally, the final piece for us is around the HR strategy and really the HR process piece. Mm -hmm. um, and this is what a lot of clients have actually asked us to stay on to do, to really upscale the systems, improve all the processes, get rid of the spreadsheets. And God forbid, if you're still on paper, get rid of that as well. Um, and really make sure that that transformation has happened end to end. And this can last different times. Sometimes we've been in six months and we've been able to turn, you know, everything around. And with some clients, we've been working with them for two years and we continue to work with them to, to, to really make sure that the team is upskilled and, and ready for, for the next period of growth. So those are the kind of things we offer. And also we have day one HR courses, um, which we'll probably have to do a podcast on, by the way, because there's yeah. just so much to say on that. Um, we've got some courses available now and we've got two more courses launching this year. So if you want to learn more about um, HR tech, then please do go on our website and go to our day one HR courses page. And there are links through there to our teachable platform where you can go through um, the courses too. Yeah, cool. Aya, thanks for sharing that. And um, uh, if anyone in the audience wants to reach out to us, they can go to our website, day1hr.com and through contact us page, they can reach out to us or just yeah. um, follow us on LinkedIn and yeah. just send us a message and we'll be able to help you out in, in there. Uh, yeah. It was really nice uh, chatting with you, Lauren. Uh, it's, it's it's always like these conversations that we always have, you know, on the yeah. spot and just sharing whatever we know and what our ambitions are. Um, yeah, it was, was a really nice chat. Anything else you want to say before we end our podcast? Uh, if you're thinking of a HR tech transformation, don't wait, do it now. Um there's not always a great time to start a change project because it's a lot of upheaval. But the sooner you start, the sooner you finish and the sooner you reap the rewards. Um, so don't wait, start soon. <laughs> cool that's a that's a really great news uh thanks for sharing that and um to all our listeners uh thank you so much for listening to us and if you have any feedback uh do drop that in the comment section and mm. if you want us to cover any other topic uh that's related with hr transformation or hr technology or hr in general give us a shout and we'll see what we can do uh we really appreciate all the feedback uh that you guys have given us and all the love that you have showered uh, hoping uh, to get the same amount of support and love for this podcast and our future podcast. Uh, so um, we'll be back with our another podcast very soon. Uh, mm -hmm. Till then, take care, stay safe. Thanks a lot, guys.